Hello everyone, welcome to another solo episode where I answer questions that I've received from you. This week's question is from Elza and she asks, do you have any tips for new entrepreneurs launching luxury brands and how to scale growth? Thank you Elza for this question. You've asked it on our Instagram stories and I answered there, but I thought this question is an important one and it deserves its own solo podcast episode. So in the beginning of the entrepreneurship journey, and especially if you started all by yourself, relying on friends and family, it can be a daunting task. It's very natural to get discouraged, to think five, 10 years into the future and compare yourself to other big brands or other entrepreneurs who have started their brands. So one of my first tips would be to focus on what you can do right now. So my first tip is that you need to let people know that you have started a brand. You can make a list of 100 people who can be potentially good referrals or even potential clients for you. The aim is to let them know that you have started the business and what you are doing, but also let them, perhaps they can be introductions to retailers, stylists, and editors. So remember the power of networking in the early days your network is your biggest asset and you have to think of ways how you can utilize it the best. My tip therefore will be make a list of 100 people who can be good referrals to you and start reaching out to them. Second tip is uh, what I call focus on the big fish, meaning don't chase the smaller individual clients, but focus on wholesale because that's where your real revenue will come from. If you are stocked in big boutiques, then the chances are other wholesalers and retailers will want to carry you as well. So that's not to say that you don't go after individual clients. And there are, of course, brands that we all know completely forego the wholesale process and they don't sell to retailers at all. You can do that. But if you have a very big follower on social media. So let's say if you have five, six million people who follow you on social media, then of course you sell to them directly without any middlemen, without any retailers. But in the case of most entrepreneurs, in the early days especially, unless you are an influencer, you are unlikely to have this big number of followers. So if you have been stocked at a big retailer, then others are going to take notice. The clients that you want to sell will take notice as well. So if you are at Net-A-Porter or Modo Operandi, other brands, other retailers, or even your individual solo clients are more likely to buy from you because you are signaling to them that you are good quality, that you are the cool hip brand. So getting the wholesalers initially will be important, but How do you do that? Because it's very competitive market. It's very competitive industry. So that's my third tip. You have to focus on what I call sustainable competitive advantage. You need to identify what makes you unique, what makes you the only, what will you do that will make it difficult for others to copy you. So always focus on that. And it can't just be your brand identity. And not only that, it's much more complicated than that. It's an exercise I do. As some of you may know, I've been a strategy professor for many, many years. 
And in my consultancy practice, I take all of my clients through Vrin analysis, where we look at, and you can do it yourself as well, you can look at all of your resources and capabilities, list them out, and just understand, is it valuable? Is it rare? Is it difficult to imitate? And am I utilizing it in the business? So in some cases, it will be your authentic story, for example, that will be something that other brands cannot copy, that is very unique about you. And how you tell that story is going to be important. That's just one aspect. It can be the way you've set up your manufacturing, or it can be your network as well, something that will be difficult for others to to copy and emulate, and it will be very unique to you. So when you have established your uniqueness, the editors or the wholesalers, the buyers are more likely to say, hmm, that's something different because at the end of the day, every buyer, every editor, that's what they are looking for. They are looking for something that they haven't yet seen in the market. So what can you do? You have to think of ways you can keep establishing your uniqueness and your sustainable competitive advantage, because that's what's going to bring you the real success. So I hope my answers have been helpful to you. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I'm going to interview the co-founder of Restory Brand. Have a lovely week and see you very soon.